Morning prayer on the 6th of January, the Feast of the Epiphany. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Your light springs up for the righteous, and all the peoples have seen your glory. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, King of the nations. To you be praise and glory for ever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your spirit that we may witness to your gospel and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, say may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire, with love for you now and forever. Amen. Psalm 132. The refrain is, Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. Lord, remember for David all the hardships he endured how he swore an oath to the Lord and vowed a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. I will not come within the shelter of my house nor climb up into my bed. I will not allow my eyes to sleep nor let my eyelids slumber until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. Now we heard of the ark in Ephrathah and found it in the fields of Jar. Let us enter his dwelling place and fall low before his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness and your faithful ones sing with joy. For your servant David's sake, turn not away the face of your anointed. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. The Lord has sworn an oath to David, a promise from which he will not shrink. Of the fruit of your body shall I set upon your throne. If your children keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children also shall sit upon your throne for evermore. For the Lord has chosen Zion for himself. He has desired her for his habitation. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. This shall be my resting place for ever. Here will I dwell, for I have longed for her. I will abundantly bless her provision. Her poor will I satisfy with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful ones shall rejoice and sing. There will I make a horn to spring up for David. I will keep a lantern burning for my anointed. As for his enemies, I will clothe them with shame, but on him shall his crown be bright. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place. Jesus, Son of David, make us a priestly people, clothe us in righteousness, make us fruitful and give us hearts to shout for joy in your salvation. We pray in the power of the Spirit. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 132 by Malcolm Guite. The perfect love that casts out every fear came down with Christ, the true anointed one, whose coming David saw 
when Yahweh swore one of his line, Messiah, David's son, would sit upon his throne and wear his crown. But David died before the deed was done, nor did he ever know the promised crown would be a crown of thorns. The resting place would be the sepulchre. God would come down and earth would meet with heaven face to face. And when he satisfied the poor with bread, that bread would be his body. In our place, he would face death and suffer in our stead to set us right. For now the crown of thorns is bright with blossom round his sacred head. The reading from the scripture today is from Jeremiah chapter 31 beginning at verse 7. Thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labour, together. A great company they shall return here, with weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water, in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, he who scattered Israel will gather him, and will keep him as a shepherd and a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy, I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priests their fill of fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. A reflection on the passage from Jeremiah by David Runcorn, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. See, I am going to gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. There are millions of people living in our world today who are longing to hear a promise like this. Even more moving is the prominence given to the most vulnerable. The blind, the lame, those with child and even those in labour have special mention. These words come as a moment of epiphany to a people in far, far exile, living under the shadow of foreign nations and gods. But Jeremiah was always clear that the deepest crisis for his people was not the military or political disaster that had overtaken them. The primary crisis was God. Before Jeremiah could prophesy the people's return, he was charged with confronting them over their loss of faith. A breaking down had to precede the building up that these words foretell. The New Testament writers quote and allude to the exile and exodus Year, year, exodus years more than any other parts of the Old Testament. Among the names the first Christians gave themselves were sojourners and exiles. 
perhaps today's church needs a deeper identification with these stories. The theologian Elaine Heath insists the church in our own times is going through a deep experience of exile, a dark night, a divinely initiated process of loss, a process of purgation and de-selfing. She argues that the church will persevere not because of church programmes, but because God's love has kept it. The greatest crisis in any age, and its greatest hope, is always God. Let us respond in faith. I worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is King. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David, through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. Let us pause and ponder the reflection we heard. Thinking of Christ's church. Christ's church as we know and experience it. All the anxieties we may feel for Christ's church at this juncture. Anxieties in the longer term about how it continues to witness in a secularising society 
but also perhaps anxieties about the church at this particular moment in relation to lockdown, lockdown, people's anxieties about gathering together to worship. The wider penumbra of those with sympathy who perhaps for the first time did not come to worship at Christmas. Our fears and anxieties about changing status of the church and the nation, whatever they may be, maybe fears and anxieties for our own local church. Let us remember the words about God, God who has promised to our ancestors, who has made promises to save the work of the church, found it on a rock so the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But we don't know the shape or form that God's salvation will take for the church, for the church as a servant of the kingdom and a witness and servant of the world. We don't know the shape of things to come. But let us pray for confidence to rest in God. To serve him in what we are given to do in each day, even if we can't see the whole picture. even though our service may be very tied up with the old institutions we have inherited it. Even though these things may be passing away, let us have grace, wisdom and insight to serve God in what he wants us to do and be in this time and place as he works Make his grace and light known to the world beyond our imagining. So we thank God for this message, for the message of hope. For the message of light, for the message of revelation, for the message of Christ. And as we have prayed for the church, we pray for the world in which it is set. all those who are in hospital with COVID or any other condition, for all those 
who are desperately trying to keep such services going and care for all those who are dying and those who have died for families and friends especially those who've had somebody taken from them very suddenly for our exhausted hospital staff and administrators. And for all those in government who have been under such great pressure for so many months. Pressure to make decisions. Pressure to justify decisions. Whatever we think of the decisions of those who govern us, let us pray for them. And as they work hard to make new decisions operative, as they work hard to roll out a vaccination programme, as they work hard to decide exactly what form assessment of school students should take. As they work hard to monitor the situation day by day. We continue to pray that they may have wisdom and strength. And that they may not as human beings, burn out. We pray for everyone in our society, everyone in our local community, that we may know how to care for each other. And we pray for the whole world, that we may know how to care for each other across the whole world. Remembering all those countries who do not have the resources we do. And all those 70 million people who have upped sticks and fled because things are so terrible where they live. Conflict. Famine, flooding, all those who are displaced and refugees and those who have found no resting place, we continue to raise them to God. And pray for the attitude of the world towards them, for generosity and care. As we also pray for a continued focus on combating climate change. and all the consequences that flow from it.
We pray for all who are isolating, shielding, or are simply isolated in their daily lives. And we pray that we may have wisdom and discernment in our dealings with people whose loneliness may be hidden. And we ask forgiveness for times when we have failed to be sensitive. We offer ourselves to God this day. by the light of the Christ come into the world we may see our path step by step and walk in the way he has prepared for us. O God, who by the leading of a star manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth, Mercifully grant that we, who know you now by faith, may at last behold your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Believing the promises of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. May Christ, who sends us to the nations, give us the power of his Spirit. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>